Kelly here with Kelly and Miranda from ZinniMe.com. This is another podcast slash video interview if you're on our website where we're going to be talking about Open Path Psychotherapy Collective. A lot of times we get questions about sliding scale fees and when I found Open Path, I felt like in my heart that they were a great solution for therapists that want to give back to their community but need some help with the process and maybe some of the boundaries. And I really hope that you enjoy this interview and hear Paul's heart for what he's doing. He has a private practice and he runs Open Path, which is a nonprofit that any of you listening can participate in if it fits with your private practice. So I encourage you to listen through to the end. At the end, he shares some about the benefits. The cost to you is nothing, which is fantastic. And I'm hoping that this really does um, inspire you to start being creative in how you give back. There's many ways, and sliding scale is only one, but if you're going to do it, really want you to check this out. And if you know someone that would benefit from this, please share it. We want other people to hear about amazing resources such as um, Open Path. All right, now to our interview. All right, guys, welcome to a, another interview with Paul Fugelsang from Open Path Psychotherapy Collective. Welcome. Thank you so much. I asked Paul, actually, I reached out to Paul on a you know, he didn't know me from Adam, and I just emailed and said, I want to get to know more about what you guys are doing. So I'm really excited to share uh, Open Path with all of you guys, and wanted to just, I'll open it up to you, Paul, to kind of talk about what is Open Path and how did it start? Sure. I'll go with the what it is first. Okay. So very simply put, we're a network of therapists around the country uh, who have signed on and agreed to see uh, one client that Open Path sends them uh, for rates that range between $30 and $50 a session. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right now we have about 2,000, well, over 2,100 therapists Uh uh, signed on in 49 states. Uh We actually just uh, got someone in Delaware who signed on yesterday. So (laughs) we finally kicked off Delaware. We just have North Dakota at this point. Awesome. Um, and, uh, and we connect about 225 clients a month to affordable care. Okay. So the oh. way it works on the client end is they, um, they search our, our, our website mm-hmm. and they find a therapist that they like to work with, select that therapist, and they pay the nonprofit a one-time lifetime membership fee of $49 uh-huh. to cover our expenses. Uh-huh. And then we connect the client with the therapist. And after we connect, we remove ourselves from the equation entirely. We're not like an insurance company. We don't need any sort of reporting. We remove ourselves entirely, and then the client and the therapist decide on the rate between 30 and 50. Between 30 and 50. All right. So tell me about how this came about. So I was working at a counseling center in Boulder, Colorado, as an intern. And uh, it was one of these Victorian homes that someone had renovated into a bunch of little therapy rooms and uh, where they were seeing people who couldn't afford full-fee therapy. It was a great mission, great organization, but what I noticed was that the administration spent almost all of their time trying to raise funds to pay for leaky pipes 
and shredded carpets and old couches mm. and also to pay the rent on the building. Mm-hmm. So I started thinking and thinking and thinking and wondering if there was a better way to direct people to low-income counseling. Then after I started my own private practice, I took on, like most people, I took on a few people at a low fee. And uh, after I hit my max of what I could afford to take, uh, people would still call and ask for appointments. And um, we would talk about a fee and they couldn't afford my rates. And um, I had nowhere to send them. So I started thinking that it would be so wonderful if we could create a nonprofit that didn't have the problems of trying to sustain a building um, while also uh, giving therapists around the country a referral source for people who can't afford their services. And these people are typically people who who are either uninsured or underinsured. So, of course, the Affordable Care Act has done amazing things to help people access affordable mental health care. Unfortunately, though, a lot of people are falling through the cracks still. We see people who have really high co-pays from right. $80 a session. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we see larger insurance companies like Blue Cross farming out their mental health care to smaller insurance companies. Yeah. Uh, and uh, a lot of people have a really hard time accessing. And then the third thing, of course, is the high deductibles, which wasn't supposed to be part of the Affordable Care Act, but is. So that so many people who don't buy their insurance through the marketplace, end up with these super high deductibles they have to meet before they can get any mental health benefits. Yes, I have some of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I understand. Yeah, so the idea of creating a nonprofit without some of those external complications of having a building and trying to sustain that aspect was allowing you to just focus on the service of giving people affordable mental health services. That's right. What I saw was that there are all these therapists in private practice out there, and most therapists have a very benevolent heart and would like to give back to the community in some way. And they stretch themselves to do this in a way that I respect and appreciate. And I thought, well, we can unite. We can all put ourselves underneath the uh, the same tent. In the process, we can support therapists who are in private practice, which is one of our missions as well. And then what we can do is we can provide a referral source for people who are looking for affordable care. What we did was we essentially took the internet and made the website into the waiting room. Mm -hmm. We receive people into the waiting room and we say, okay, here's your therapist through this door. Mm -hmm. I noticed that Open Path also has some other things going on, like wellness and things like that. Can you talk about that? Sure. What we realized about a year or so in, well, excuse me, what I realized about a year or so in was that I am terrible at raising funds, uh, which, is, uh, which is one of the primary jobs of an executive director. Of a nonprofit. <laughs> I don't really like asking for money, which put me in a, a, a precarious situation. So we started looking for other ways to fund the affordable mental health care part of things. And uh, one way that we did that was by creating uh, affordable online wellness classes. Mm-hmm. The people are often, when they get caught up in the uh, justice system, are often mandated to take classes like anger management or like parenting or mm-hmm. battery intervention. And uh, a lot of these classes are really expensive. A lot of them, uh, the in-person ones, don't really help people who are second shift workers and have to miss work in order to attend the classes. Mm-hmm. But there's this whole cottage industry of online classes that have developed. 
And when I was looking at it, I saw more and more that these classes are also really very prohibitively expensive for people. So I thought, well, we can just create really high quality um, classes and make them extremely affordable for people. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's a great referral source for any of us in practice that our clients need something like that. If they need to take an anger management course or something to consider. Absolutely. And I don't mean to turn this into a commercial. (laughs) I'm going to for a moment. Okay. Uh, we, we actually have a, a platform set up for therapists where therapists can pay a one-time fee. It's $80, and then they can access all of our classes. We have 18 counting, and they can give these classes to their clients as many times as they want. Well, that is a commercial I welcome. That's okay. not a commercial. That's just <laughs> understanding how it works. That's an yeah. amazing resource. I think part of what attracted me to your site well, I'll tell you the story of how it happened. And I, I think we may have talked about it on the call, but so that everyone hears. Um, so I play roller derby, which, interesting enough, um, once people, you know, find out you're a therapist or whatever, they come to you saying like, oh, I need to talk to somebody or whatever. And I found that was happening some often enough in my derby. And because my practice is virtual, I struggled with really – knowing the resources in my community and there isn't a lot of marketing for them here. So it's kind of like, if you don't know anybody, you're never going to meet anybody, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, I was in our boot camp, and I just said like, Oh, I'm, I need a low cost referral because this person, um, does not have an income. They're about to be evicted, but they need, you know, some support. And one of the boot campers was like, well, I'm on open path and I live by you. And I was like, what's open path? And so that's kind of how it opened the door. And as I looked, I kept thinking, you know, we talk a lot about in boot camp about sliding scale. And it's not that I'm against sliding scale fee. I think I'm against like doing a sliding scale to the point that you burn yourself out and you Absolutely. don't sustain your business. Mm-hmm. And that, Sliding scale should be kind of fit into your practice. Sometimes we tell people like set your fee, charge that. And sliding scale is like your give back icing on the top. You don't even think about that in terms of income. You don't rely on that for income, nothing. Like that's just out of your own like heart and gift and leave it. But what I liked about open passes is a way to say, uh, to put some parameters, you know, and say, okay, this, I'm going to contribute to our organization um, and serve my community, and it has some boundaries so that I don't burn out, you know, and I really like that. I'm like, well, instead of just, because you need a process for your sliding scale. You know, it's not just like if a person's a good haggler on the phone that they get a, you know, you need to have, there's a process of how you go about deciding if someone needs a slide and I really like like the open pathway and that's a great way to, okay, if I'm going to do sliding scale, do it through open path because they help you find those clients and they hook you up and it's a, it's a great service. Thank you. That was so well said, all of that. And I <laughs> so in, I'm in alignment with your, with your approach here. We tried to standardize sliding scale for therapists and um, it, what we've seen develop is that most of our therapists, depending on where they are, but most of our therapists will have anywhere from one to three clients at a time. Mm -hmm. 
uh, once they hit their max, one, two, or three is usually the number. Some people take more. But once they hit their max, they're able to click a button on their profile and it says not accepting new open path clients. Mm-hmm. And then their profile gets dropped down to the bottom. So most people will never even, even see them at that point. However, they still have the web presence mm-hmm. uh, through us, yeah. which I think is probably helpful for them in some way uh, for SEO. Yeah, that's important too. And they still get to access our benefits as well, even yeah. if they're not accepting new clients. So talk about some of those benefits. Sure. So like I mentioned a few moments ago, while we were developing it, it, it started to make more and more sense that uh, we could use OpenPath as a, as a resource that supports therapists in private practice. Uh, so I started reaching out to national organizations like Psychotherapy Networker and GoodTherapy.org and, um, and the Gottman Institute and started telling them about what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, most people were excited about it and, and were interested in learning more. And then we worked on creating some sort of um, discount for services so a lot of times people will offer 15 or 20% off their services or they'll give free three months. Um, or Psychotherapy Network are just, uh, they just remodeled their app, their online app, mm-hmm. which gives you access to all of their uh, online material, which is really a treasure trove. And, um, and they're giving all of our therapists one free year access to, to that material. So it's been nice to feel so supported by the therapeutic community uh, at large as well. Yeah. So I'm going to do a little plug. If Mm -hmm. anybody knows someone that needs to meet you, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm going to put your email if that's okay. Or they could email me, whichever you prefer, uh, in the blog so that they can reach out because I think that part of supporting each other and helping our community grow is connecting each other with people that we may know. So someone may be listening and say, this is great for my state organization. My board needs to know about this. Like, let's start getting the word out because um, we could really change some of this uh, poverty mindset around sliding scale. That that sliding scale is a way we give back. Mm -hmm. And there are lots of ways to give back. It's just one of the ways we give back. But it is not a strategy for building your business per se. It is really about, like, having a heart for serving people that are kind of falling, like you said, falling through the cracks, which... I agree with you. It's happening more and more. I'm seeing it in my, my community, my family. Um, and NPR just did a whole series um, mm-hmm. on this. April Dombrowski, I believe is her name, um, on what's been happening with mental health care in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Do you do international too, or is it just within the States? So we have a couple couple ways that we're approaching international clients. Uh, people are finding us internationally. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a grant from Google which allows us to advertise both our affordable care services and our mental health classes. Mm-hmm. Because we can project those ads out to other countries, people are finding us now and, and writing in. A list of our therapists have um, have agreed to see people internationally doing telemental health. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, so we are connecting people to other people in, in other countries uh, that way. And we've had a few different therapists in other countries apply. And we've sort of been on the fence about this because sure, we can have them sign up and get a free profile. There's no cost to therapists for this. We don't charge therapists. Right. So it's, it's no skin off anyone's back to give them uh, a, a profile and sign them up. But it is very difficult for us to send clients their way. Uh, yeah. Because we don't know how to find clients in India, for example. <laughs> 
However, <laughs> just last week, uh, we got an application from a client in India. Uh-huh. And, uh, and at first I thought they wanted to see somebody in the States through telemental health, but they had found an open path therapist in India that they wanted to see in person. So we connected our first actual international client. Felt very That's exciting. exciting. Yeah. That's a big deal, Paul. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Congrats. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, before you know it, you'll be speaking all these languages. <laughs> <laughs> very cool. So if I'm also curious in terms of um, what kinds of therapists you find are part of your collective. Is it, does it attract a certain kind of therapist? You know, it, it feels pretty eclectic to me, which is really exciting. Um, I live in, in Asheville, North Carolina, which um, doesn't have a lot of racial diversity here, um, quite unfortunately. And one thing that I've been so excited about with Open Path is that we have so many therapists of color in our network mm-hmm. from cities all around the country. And it is so nice to be able to have that um, for one. A lot of our therapists are on the younger side um, and they are building practices. Um, some therapists have been doing this for a very long time and, uh, and have no problem attracting clients and uh, are really happy to give back because they believe in what we're doing. Yeah. Um, in terms of what people practice, we have a bit of everything. We have CBT therapists and we have people who do somatic experiencing and we have existential therapists. And it's always really fun for me when we get a new therapist signed on to see what they practice and how they practice. Because mm-hmm. it's a, I mean, it's such an interesting thing what's happened in our country in the last 50 years with psychotherapy and the different ways people can practice given who they are and what they can bring. Yeah. A lot of diversity and just even within one subsect, you know, Mm-hmm. Um, how people maybe work with Gottman method is going to be so different amongst therapists as they bring in other aspects into the practice of their own training. So it's really for any and all kinds. You yeah. like the diversity. That's good. Yeah, we definitely do because, of course, people like diversity, right? Mm-hmm. And we want to have options when you're looking for a therapist. And um, we do ask that all of our therapists be through with their master's level training. We don't okay. Interns. Okay. And uh, they don't have to be licensed. They can be working towards licensure, and that's okay with us. Okay. Yeah. So just to clarify, the word intern in some states is different, but basically pre licensure postgraduate. You got it. Okay. And on. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Is what you will accept. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. So if a therapist, if someone's listening now and it's like, I really feel led to do this what would what's the process well probably predictably we try to make it as easy as possible <laughs> yeah uh, we uh you go to our website which is www.openpathcollective.org and um, there's a tab to click for therapists and there's an application there it really takes if you have the about me section already written which most people do already mm-hmm. It takes about 10 or 12 minutes to both fill out the application and set up your profile. We ask people to do it all at once, although you can save it mid, midstream and come back to it later. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that's done and it's submitted, uh, we have a peer review to make sure that uh, there are no red flags. And then uh, once we send a, a letter of, of acceptance out, we ask for two things. We ask for a copy of one's liability insurance and a copy of either one's license or registration to practice. People can fax that, they can mail it, they can, um, they can screenshot it and send it to us. 
Yeah. They take a picture with their phone and send it to us. Yes, because I don't have a fax machine. So right. <laughs> that's yeah, not many of us do anymore. <laughs> uh -huh. yeah, so a lot of times people will just take a, a photo of their license with their, uh, with their phone and then email us the photo. What is your big hope for Open Path? Well, there are people around me who um, want me to be a little bit more ambitious than I am. I like being laid back. I actually don't want to, um, I have no desire to turn this into some affordable mental health care empire or anything uh, resembling that. I really like the idea of growing slowly and growing consciously. And that's what we've been doing. We've been around for four years and we've connected um, close to 4,000 clients at this point, which feels really solid to me. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I love the idea of getting up to around 10,000 therapists in the country. Mm -hmm. that, that also that also feels really solid, mm -hmm. um, and to continue connecting people uh, to affordable care. Um, but like I said, to me, it feels like uh, it feels so important to to do this work carefully and to pay a lot of attention to the people that we're working with. I think sometimes organizations where they falter is they go a little bit too fast and they put their foot down on the accelerator a little too much. Mm -hmm. And that's just not what we're interested in doing. Yeah. So slow and responsible. Yeah. It's well, and I, beyond the growth, I, from just talking to you in the past too, it sounds like your heart's desire is really to open the door for mental health services to more people and just to make it, more accessible and easier for people that would otherwise maybe not go see a therapist in private practice um, would otherwise maybe just kind of put up with their suffering and pain or conflict, whatever they're going through. So I think it's a beautiful thing that you're doing. And um, that's why I was like, can we just share? <laughs> I know I don't want this to be, it's not about being an infomercial, but I think it's important for everyone to know like that resources out there. I didn't know you guys existed really. I'm mm -hmm. embarrassed to say that I didn't. I'm glad I do now, but that there are other ways to give back and to support an organization that is, you know, basically like your money goes through, you know, by supporting open path, you're supporting accessibility for other communities too, as you guys go through your grant and, continue to to market and get the word out to people that need your help. That's right. We, we really love the idea of this, of this being a collective in the sense that when somebody in Miami signs up for affordable care and pays their $49 fee, what they're doing is they're helping somebody in San Francisco. Yeah. So cool. Care. And, um, and that to me is a very meaningful way to, to build a business. And, um, and yeah, we're only four years old. We're really three and a half years old. And, um, and it does feel like part of what we need to do is to continue to get the word out. And, um, and really, um, I'm quite grateful because it feels like that's happening more and more, just like what happened to you. Mm -hmm. More and more people are talking about it. More and more people are learning about this as an option. Because like you alluded to a few moments ago, so many people, I think, would seek services but they either know they don't have insurance or they know they don't have very good insurance and it, uh, they get turned away before they even begin to search. Mm -hmm. So uh, that is an actual goal that we have is to, is to try to uh, let as many people know about what we're doing as possible. Yeah. I had a friend recently 
who had a family member who was really struggling. And, you know, in the past, the response has been go through your county services, your government funded services. But we in California are so impacted. The wait list was so long. They ended up flying out of the country back to their home country okay. to help them get services because they couldn't hear. And so I think, yeah, more and more this not like in when I worked in county, for example, it was with extreme severe functioning issues and homelessness and all this kind of stuff. And then, then you have, there's this gap, you know, of people, like you said, they're working, but it's still a struggle. And so I think it's a beautiful thing you're doing and thank you for taking the time to talk about it with me. And if you guys are listening and maybe your practice is full, you've got your sliding scale fee down. Awesome. But so you can support Open Path by sharing the information with your colleagues. And when someone calls, if, you know, it's not a good fit and they need a lower fee, refer them to Open Path to check it out and see if there's a therapist in the area too. Any other ways that they can support you? Um, those are two really wonderful ways. And, and I think that that really is it. That, that hits it on the head. It's just by talking about it and by sending people the link to the website. Um, we have we have lots of flyers that we're happy to either mail out or mail people a PDF of the flyer. Cool. Um, just the more it can get out there, the more people will find out, and the more people will be um, will receive the help that I, I believe they deserve. Thank you. Well, I encourage you guys to share this interview, and uh, if you have questions, post below. I'll also put the contact information for Open Path so you can reach out to them if you have a need, and if you want to serve your community in this way, it's really. I don't know. Just, I really appreciate what you guys are doing. So thank you, Paul. Thank you so much, Kelly. I really appreciate the opportunity to speak with you about this. All right. You guys have a great day.